This is the Capital Literature Podcast, bringing you investment letters and audio. The Capital Literature Podcast is a SEBITS capital service for the investment community. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. All rights belong to the respective owners. The Mercator International Opportunity Fund, 4th Quarter, 2021 Summary Performance 14.27% YTD No vaccine against volatility A virtuous cycle turns into a vicious cycle. Defensive investments are not opportunities. Growth at a reasonable price. There is no vaccine against volatility. Sentiment turns on a dime. When macroeconomic news turns negative, investors easily get distracted. Instead of focusing on companies' individual prospects, market participants often succumb to the overall pessimism and trigger a short-term sell-off in stocks. In Q4 2021 and early in the new year 2022, rising inflation and a more hawkish Fed led to such a sell-off of growth stocks. One wonders why this came as a surprise. The money printing could not go on forever. The last few years' bull market was largely fueled by growth stocks, notably those of companies benefiting from the digital revolution. A lot of money chased these successful companies and valuations became demanding. Sooner or later, traders had to challenge investors' level of conviction. When a virtuous cycle turns into a vicious cycle. Transformative technologies often generate euphoria. People are excited by the big new thing that is changing the world. We saw this pattern with the boom of westward canal transportation at the dawn of the 19th century. Railway stocks similarly attracted large numbers of eager investors a few decades later. Then came the electrification of America, the telephone and the automobile industry, to name just a few transformative technologies. The initial euphoric phase always ends with a reality check. Valuations come back to earth. At the end of the cycle, only a few companies remain standing. A shakeout has a way of clarifying the field of opportunities. For example, readers may recall that when the internet bubble burst two decades ago, Amazon's, NASDAQ, AMZN, Stock suffered greatly but Pet.com was gone. For those investors who had stayed on the sidelines, this was an excellent time to buy Amazon. The company's business model had shown its merits and competition was rapidly shrinking. The stock price was now also much more attractive. A market shakeout separates the winners from the losers. AOL and MySpace looked like good bets for a short while, but, by the time the market had completed its correction, Google, Nasdaq Goog, Nasdaq Google, and Facebook, NASDAQ FB, had rightly been recognized as not just survivors but champions about to take over the world. Disruptive technology also tends to create a new breed of portfolio managers. These often younger investors have better insight into the way the world is changing and get on the bandwagon early. Rapid success makes them famous, which allows them to attract huge amounts of money. As these funds grow, new money is added to existing positions. With more money chasing the same fashionable stocks, lofty prices get loftier. The better the performance, the more money flows into the funds and the higher their stocks go. One day this dynamic inevitably comes to an end. The virtuous cycle suddenly turns vicious. As the popular technology funds get redemptions, their managers are forced to sell. Forced sales bring down stock prices which only results in more redemptions. Fundamentals no longer matter and the baby gets thrown out with the bathwater. Mercado Libre, Meli, 1.75%, is a good example of how this panic-like behavior creates investment opportunities for level-headed investors. For years, this Latin American e-commerce behemoth was priced for perfection, which they managed to deliver. At the end of last summer, 
Melly peaked at around $2,000. Then, just like that, with no change in its business prospects, the stock price lost more than 40%. Sentiment changed on a dime. That's when Mercator began accumulating a position after watching it for many years. Defensive investments are not opportunities. A slowdown in the economy does affect business in the short term, obviously, but it cannot stop a fundamental secular trend. Even the Great Depression could not stop the automotive revolution. Darkening economic prospects and the recent correction in growth stocks may motivate some investors to sell growth and take refuge in value. We do not agree with this response. While it is true that cheap stocks may be less volatile and many growth stocks were overpriced, it is also true that slow growth usually yields average returns at best. We therefore prefer to look for outstanding companies, like Mercado Libre, that are no longer priced for perfection. We also continue to look for steadily growing businesses that are reasonably priced and formerly successful companies with great brand recognition that are poised for rebirth. Stock market corrections have the benefit of separating the men from the boys, and the women from the girls. This is the time for investors to be laser-focused on the fundamentals of companies and not to give in to a trader mentality. Stagflation? Economists' views on inflation and economic growth are evolving rapidly. Transitory or not, inflation is finally worrying the Federal Reserve Bank. At the same time, GDP growth projections are being revised down. The macro picture is not rosy. It starts to look as if stagflation is around the corner. With inflation comes expectations of higher interest rates. This is what triggered the recent sell-off in growth stocks. The reasoning among market operators is that higher cost of capital lowers the discounted value of future earnings. The higher those future earnings are expected to be, the sharper the downgrade. The net present value of low earnings growth, on the other hand, is less affected. No earnings at all is thus ideal. Here is the problem with such one-dimensional reasoning. Wouldn't you rather own growth in a stagnant economy and wouldn't you rather have pricing power in an inflationary environment? Value stocks have neither. Growth at a reasonable price. Over the past year, when unicorns, transformative and technology stocks got overpriced, we looked for opportunities elsewhere. However, we don't have a Manichaean, black-slash-white view of the markets. As mentioned above, we did not rotate out of growth into value for some short-term performance. Instead, all year, we have been gradually reducing our exposure to excessively priced growth stocks, the likes of Interil, INRN. SW, OTC, IRF, a Swiss manufacturer of conveyor belts, THK, Octkli, 6481JP, a Japanese supplier of machinery components, Infineon, Oxifni, IFX, GR, the leading German semiconductor manufacturer, its French competitor STM, NYSE, STM, STMFP, and ASM International, Oxasmi, ASM, NA, a Dutch semiconductor production equipment maker. Many of these great company stocks have recently come down. We are monitoring them closely. The time to buy some back may be approaching. The proceeds of these sales were invested in more reasonably priced stocks, so-called GARP, growth at a reasonable price, stocks. One example is Mr. Specs, MRXGR, 1.00%. This German company can be viewed as the Warby Parker, NYSE, WRBY, of Europe. Like Warby Parker, Mr. Specs is a leading online retailer of eyeglasses. It is also growing rapidly, both online and through an expanding brick-and-mortar network. The main difference between the two companies is their valuations. The American company trades at eight times revenues while its still undiscovered German counterpart can be bought at only one-time sales. This looks like an arbitrager's dream. 
Other reasonably priced steady growers we bought over the course of the year include the leading Scandinavian pet store chain Musti, OTC, Gov, Musti FH, 1.52%, the French assistant living operator Orpea, Ockpgorpf, ORP, FP, 2.08%, the leading British high-end timepiece retailer watches of Switzerland, Ockpgorpf, Wasg Lane, 1.99%, and the German drug and health products manufacturer Dermafarm, OTC, DMPHF, DMPGR, 2.29%. These investments contribute to a broad diversification of the fund. We have also invested in two turnaround stories, the iconic luxury automobile Aston Martin Lagonda, Ockpgamst, AML, Lane, 2.69%, and the German fashion company Hugo Boss, Ockspossi, Boss GR, 1.58%. Both of these highly respected brand names have new and ambitious management. The new owner of Aston Martin wants to emulate Ferrari's success in Formula One racing and bring back the glory to the British brand. He has deep pockets and the support of Daimler in this ambitious venture. Hugo Boss has been struggling for many years with an image as a sleepy company known mostly for its business suits. The new and dynamic management is repositioning this solid brand to include more casual wear. There are early signs that they are on the right track. We believe the Mercator Fund is well positioned for what is to come. Hervé Van Callen